And there's no better way for you to fix this low self-esteem and low confidence problem than to start making decisions and taking responsibility for your life. When you start making decisions quickly, changing them slowly, learning from whatever comes of that decision, I promise you your self-confidence will grow. Welcome. You're listening to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast, and I'm your host, Todd L. Bowerly. You think between 60 and 70,000 thoughts a day, 98% of your life is controlled by habit. If you want to change your life, you have to start by changing how you think. think. When you change you, everything in life changes. If we can see it in our mind, we can hold it in our hand. Welcome, everybody. This is episode nine of the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Todd L. Bowerly. I am a mindset and success coach. I help people all over the world learn how to think differently about their lives so they can take control of their lives and get the results that they want. This is a great episode for you guys. This is going to be about the power of a decision. Nothing happens in your life until you make a decision that you are going to change things. Okay, so I am making this podcast right now. I'm still up in northern Michigan. In fact, I'm going to up the volume on the mic so that you can hear the waves and the wind behind me. It's another blustery day. But the whole reason that I'm here is because I made the irrevocable decision to change my life. I was stuck. I was like many people. I was stuck. I was hopeless. I didn't have a direction about where I was going. My wife had just been disabled due to a sudden brain surgery that she needed to have within 24 hours. She had emergency surgery. You know, I was earning $35,000 a year as a career coach working for the government trying to help people find better jobs. You know, I was working for an abusive boss, uh, was grossly overweight on anxiety and depression medication, and I knew that I couldn't continue to do the same thing over and over again. Uh, something had to change. I had to do something different. I had to make decisions that was going to make tomorrow better than what yesterday was. And here I am living proof of this. So today I'm in northern Michigan. I'm in Glen Arbor. You can hear the beach behind me in the winds. Listen to this for just a second. Like you can hear those waves crashing on the beach. It's a little gray here, but it doesn't mean it's not beautiful. Look, I am here because I made the decision, the committed decision that things were going to get better. Most people actually don't even know how to make decisions. Most people don't understand that they're sitting on their own power. And when they ask other people's opinions, which I believe are the cheapest commodities in the world, I forget who first said that. When they ask other people, what do you think I should do? Really what they're doing is they're giving up their power to other people because they're afraid. I I get it. The whole reason that we struggle with making decisions is we are afraid of the outcome. We don't know how it's going to turn up. So if if we don't know, if we don't know what's going to happen, we better do nothing because at least it's predictable. And that was not good enough for me. My dream life was about living up here, up north. I'm streaming on TikTok as we do this, and someone says, things are better up north. Yes, they are. Look, I was born in Michigan. I grew up in Arizona. I was living in Utah with my wife. And then when she was diagnosed with her brain tumor and we had to make changes, I was asked one question. If I could design my life, what would it be? And I wanted to spend extremely long summers on the beach in Michigan up north. 
my family had some property up here years ago. Um, I used to come up with my, my mom and spend the summers up here on the beach. This is what I wanted. And I wanted it for my kids. Like I wanted to give them these long abundant summers. I wanted to teach my family that they could grow up and do whatever they wanted to, that they could be successful. So I had to do that myself. And I made a decision that that's what was gonna happen. We mostly make our decisions based on our current programming, the limitations that we have in our mind. Uh, most of that is fueled by the belief that we're not good enough, that we can't be, do, or have what it is that we want. And we make decisions in line with that programming. Well, where did that programming come from in the first place? Well, that programming came from our parents, it came from the environment. You know, I was reading this the other day that there's this phenomenon with elef elephants. When a baby elephant is born, they tie the elephant's leg to a tree. And no matter what the elephant does in pulling, aside, pulling away from it, right, there's nothing that it's going to do to break that tree. And so the elephant builds a belief system in their mind that there's nothing that they can do. They cannot escape this, this little bracelet on their ankle because of what it's tied to. And so then all you have to do is you have to just put a cuff on an elephant's ankle. And no matter what the other end is tied to, the elephant's not going to try to break it. You just put a little stake in the ground and the elephant, can, the elephant, this huge, gigantic beast, chooses not to pull against that chain because they don't believe that they can. The same thing has happened to you in your life. Based on the conditions and the circumstances, the way that you've been brought up, whatever the beliefs are of your parents or your grandparents or the people that you spend the most time with, you effectively believe that you're chained to a tree, but you're actually just chained to a little stake and a little tug on that, a whole different set of decisions, and you're free to do what it is that you want. We just don't, don't believe that. And the biggest sign that we don't believe that comes down to how we make our decisions in life. So as I said, one of the first problems is that people go and ask others, they ask other people, what should I do? And guess what you're doing? You're swapping your limiting beliefs for someone else's limiting beliefs. Because they're just gonna give you the answer that their conditioning and programming has. And what we do, the reason why we ask other people's opinions about something is because we are too uncertain of our own opinion. And what we're really doing is we're shopping for ideas that resonate with our own belief system. And so if you believe that you're, lack, you're limited and you can't go change your life and do what it is that you want, that you couldn't go earn a million dollars or you couldn't have a six-figure salary, whatever it is that you want to do, you couldn't start a business, you shop around for other people's opinions until you find enough people that believe the same thing that you do. So you give yourself permission to not move forward and give up. That's exactly what happens. And I tried to do the same thing. I actually tried to go find other people that were gonna join me and, and go through the coaching with me that I wanted to because I didn't wanna be the only one that was gonna spend, spend five grand on a coach. Because I, like I, I felt like an idiot. I felt like I was stupid, I was making a bad decision. And it's very uncomfortable to be someone who goes against the norm. So I was trying to find other people. Hey, you know, there's this coach that I want to work with. This is what he teaches. Oh, yeah, it sounds great. Well, it's $5,000. That's way too much. I'm not going to do that. But there was something that was inside of me that made me continue to go through with it, to continue to make that decision. And part of it was having some support. When I went to my wife and I asked my wife, hey, this is how much this coach costs. This is what it can do for us. She said, absolutely, you have to do that. I went, Holy shit, we don't even have the money. How are we going to do that? but I made the decision to figure it out. One of the ideas of decision that I have continued to learn and study comes from the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And if you haven't read 
Think and Grow Rich, you absolutely need to check it out. There's an entire chapter that is written on decision. And I'm going to read from just the very first parts of this decision chapter some ideas that absolutely have changed my life. Because how I make decisions now compared to where I was years ago are totally and completely different. He writes here, Procrastination, the opposite of a decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. He says here, analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly if, notice he says if there, if and when they are changed. People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. Just do a little self-audit right now. How long does it take you to make decisions? If it takes you a really long time, if it takes a week or two, you are not making decisions well enough. You are uncertain and you are procrastinating a decision. People have always asked me, Todd, how do I overcome procrastination? I keep putting things off. We well, start making decisions and you make them with all the information that you have available right now. Now you have to realize in making decisions that fear is gonna be a part of this. And what is fear? I love there's this cute little acronym. Fear is false evidence appearing real. The thing is that we're just uncertain we don't have faith and trust in ourselves. We don't have faith and trust in other people. We, don't, we might talk about a higher power in our lives, but we certainly don't have faith and trust in a higher power either. And so we are uncertain and we refuse to make decisions, which actually is still making a decision. Standing still is making a decision. But here's the truth. You're not standing still. You're actually, you're actually slipping backwards. It's like you're on one of those moving sidewalks and it's pushing you backwards. If you're not going forward, you're going backwards. Now, the biggest challenge is if you make a decision and the results don't turn out right, then what do you do? Well, guess what? You just make another decision. You can never know all of the variables to be able to make the best decision in the world. You just can't. Life is going to bring things to you. And what you have to do is decide how you're going to navigate the conditions and circumstances that are before you in your life. I'm streaming here on TikTok and someone says like this, someone says, and what if we fail or we make the wrong decision and the outcome is detrimental? Then you make a different decision next time. You make all of the best decisions that you possibly can right here and right now, and you make the best out of what comes, and then you make other decisions down the road. Look, guess what happened as the result of making a bad decision? You learn, you learn. You've grown, and that's the whole purpose of this journey anyways, to learn. Sometimes the only way that you will learn is to make mistakes. But there's this problem that we have with this word of failure. We think that everything is a life and death decision. If we make the wrong decision, we're going to fail. We're going to die. We're going to whatever it is. The worst possible outcome in the world is going to happen. That's really what we're afraid of. And because we're so afraid, we refuse to make decisions. We need to reevaluate what failure means anyways. Failure is only a problem if you give up. You're not a failure until you completely give up. 
So you have to ask yourself, are you going to be the kind of person that's going to give up or not? In an earlier episode, I talked about what success really is. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Success is making progress on your goal. Success is knowing exactly what you want to be, do, or have and making a decision and putting into action that idea so that you can become it or move closer to it. And along the journey, the journey from where you are right now to where your goal is, it is filled with pitfalls and obstacles. I mean, it's also filled with incredible joy, but you have no idea what these obstacles are going to be. And the only way you're going to learn how to overcome them is to run smack into them and gain new knowledge, gain new understanding. So stop worrying about all of the things that could go wrong and realize this simple truth. If you continue to stay where you're at in your life right now, nothing is going to change until you do. In fact, I think things get worse if you don't make decisions and start moving forward. Why is it that successful people make decisions quickly and promptly and change them slowly if or when those decisions are changed? Because they know that they can always make another decision. It's not changing their mind. It's not backing out of it. They can pivot. When they have new information, they make changes. Let me give you a great example. I'm, I'm a major Apple user, and I haven't always been, but I've converted to the entire ecosystem, and I love it. Sorry for everybody that doesn't love it. When they first launched the iPhone, Steve Jobs was very clear. He wanted a closed system, meaning no outside app developers. Everything had to go through and be approved. It was, it was a closed door. It was one of, the, one of the turnoffs for most people with Apple products. Two years later, they announced a totally different decision. It took them two years, but they only found out what they needed to about this incredible community around the world that wants to make apps for smartphones and realizing that they didn't have a monopoly on their, their own genius and they needed to leverage the creative mastermind of the entire world with their apps. So they made a different decision once they had new information. That's not changing their mind very quickly. That's evaluating the results and looking at the results and saying, you know what? Maybe we made the wrong decision and it's no big deal. It is no big deal. The most successful people in the world realize that they're going to get more information out of making decisions and moving forward with plans and progress than they are just sitting around waiting for everything to be perfect compared to the fear mindset of people that don't make decisions. They take a really, really long time to make a dang decision. And here's the wonderful part about making decisions. Check this out. The universe, nature, everything around us loves speed. Your goals, your dreams, they're going to manifest as quick as they possibly can. And if you do not make decisions quickly, you might miss your opportunities. Nature is designed in such a way that it takes the shortest amount of time for anything to happen. If there is snow on a mountain and it's spring and it's warming up and the water melts and it travels down the mountain into a, into a stream, into a creek, into a river, into a bigger body of water like a lake, it is going to find the fastest, most efficient and effective way down that mountain and into that lake. And if there's an obstacle or a boulder, it just piles up and goes around it, goes over it. Over enough time, it'll go right through it. Nature moves with speed. 
But if you can't make decisions, you're blocking the universe from helping you reach your goal. Which brings me really to one of the most important points that I want to address when it comes to decision. You know, because most people, when they look at what they want to do, they look at their conditions, they look at their circumstances, they look at their resources, and then they compare that current state fulfilled to their dream and their goal and say, you know what, when I have more time, then I'm going to go after this goal. When I have more money, I'm going to go after this goal. When the kids are out of school or the kids are in school, then I'll start the business. And here's the thing is circumstances in life don't change. So you're waiting for this opportune time when it is the right time and nothing ever changes. Why? Because nothing changes until you change. Pretty soon because they're looking at the power of their circumstances and conditions to make those decisions when they don't change, well, then the decision starts to fade. They don't act on it. And then the goal fades. And this is how everybody comes back to just living their current life on autopilot. But this is how committed decisions work. Because all of those conditions and circumstances exist on a specific frequency of thought. And you are currently thinking in line with those conditions and circumstances. You are bound and chained up to those circumstances. That's the frequency of thought that you're on. But a committed decision says, I am going to go here. I'm going to go reach this goal no matter what. I don't care about the timing. I don't care about conditions and circumstances. I know if I don't make a decision now and move forward, I'm never going to do it. So I'm going to move forward and do it. This elevates your thinking. It frees you from the low vibration frequency that you are thinking on right now, that all of your conditions and results and circumstances are existing on right now, and it elevates you. It gets you in line with your goal, where you start having new ideas. Well, maybe I could do this, or maybe I could do that. It frees you from the chains of your current circumstances to think differently, to think on a higher plane, to think on a higher frequency, a frequency that's more closely attuned with all the good that you want to have in life. And when you're thinking on that frequency, you start having these ideas that come to your mind. Well, maybe I could quit my job. Maybe I need to move states. Maybe right now is the time to apply for this job. Maybe now is the right time to make this piece of content on TikTok. Maybe now is the right time to have an event. Maybe now is the right time. And you know what's happening? You're thinking more on the frequency of your goal. Your goal is just an idea. It's just a frequency of thought. The plan to get there, all the specific steps that need to happen and occur in order to get you from where you are to where you want to be in that goal, they're just thoughts. It's just energy. It's just frequency. Making a committed decision and letting go of your current circumstances locks you into this new frequency where the plan exists. So when people are looking at conditions and circumstances and saying, I, I, I can't make a decision until I know how, they're fooling themselves. They're making themselves crazy because you cannot see and perceive the solutions around you at a low frequency of vibration. It's invisible. When you start living on a higher frequency by making a committed decision and saying, I'm going to go here no matter what, solutions and ideas appear to you. See, there is a solution for every obstacle. Actually, there is more than one solution for every problem and obstacle there is. But you can only perceive it by thinking on a different level in your life, a different, higher frequency. And the mechanism to get to that higher frequency is just make a damn decision. So let me give you another example in my life. And this is one of the reasons why I'm up here right now in Michigan. I 
built a vision board years ago, about 2016, when I first started this journey, when I hired my coach. And I put all kinds of things on there. I wanted to earn $250,000 a year. I wanted to have my own company. I wanted to live a life of freedom. I wanted to design and co-create my life. Uh, I wanted to spend long, abundant summers here up north in northern Michigan every single year with my family. I wanted to take my family to Disneyland uh, and, and like have a really solid vacation, like a week-long vacation there. I wanted to have uh, you know a, a fully loaded minivan with two DVD screens for my three kids to be able to watch movies while we drive across country because we love road trips. Uh, I, I wanted to have a new MacBook. I wanted to finish my basement, all of these things. I, I bought my new MacBook Pro in March and I was looking at that vision board at that time and said, oh, you know what? I wanted to finish the basement, but I think we're gonna move instead. And I don't know where, but I've been wanting to for the last year really move. And I haven't made a decision about it. And I had a mentor, this was probably the very tail end of May, tell me, Todd, you need to make a decision about where you're gonna move. Otherwise it's gonna start affecting your business. And in fact, it already had. My indecision, I was attracting some indecisive people with conversations that I was having about coaching moving forward. I'm like, man, these people can't make a decision. Well, I wasn't making a decision. For a year, I was like, oh, well, do I want to stay where I'm at? Do I want to move out of state? Um, where do we want to go? We could even move all over the country. I couldn't make a decision about it. He says, you got to make a decision. So I went to my wife, and this was like a Thursday. I said, we need to have a conversation. Are we ready to move out of state? Are we really ready to make those decisions and everything that goes along with it? And she says, no, not, not yet. I said, then we have to finish the basement because we need, you know, I need to have my studio put together. We want to have all the kids in different bedrooms because I got three kids and it's a three bedroom house right now. We just made the decision right then. We're going to finish the basement. We're going to figure it out. So I asked her, I says, try and find, we had some contractors a couple years ago come in and give us some bids. See if you can find those people. Find some people to come in. We're leaving in two weeks to go to Michigan for two months, more than two months. I wanna have some bids in so when we come back, we can clean up the basement and have it started. Making that decision changed everything, guys. I mean, this is just, this is just a basement. This is not a big deal. This isn't life or death. But check out what happened. Most of the contractors were flaky and they wouldn't show up. We had two solid recommendations and one person, uh, said they recommended this place because they didn't pull permits. And I told my wife, I said, well, we're not doing that. So quick, make another decision. Well, we only have one contractor coming out on Monday. We leave on Sunday. We're not going to have more. So I told her, I said, you know what? We only need the right contractor. We don't need to have three, four, five bids. We just need the right one. So maybe this person's the right one. Let's find out. So he comes and he looks around and I like everything that he says and he tells me pretty much what I knew the basement was gonna cost. And I asked, so what does your timing look like? What does your schedule look like? September, October, and he says, we could start framing next week. I turned to my wife and went like, holy crap. Because we have five days before we leave for two months and there is 13 years of life shoved in every corner of the basement. We talked about it for 30 minutes and said, shit, okay, fine, let's do it. I started cleaning up the basement that night. We ran out to our credit union, because we didn't have, 
we didn't have the money squared away. I mean, I could start paying them in, in cash. I have enough, I could have enough cash. I could just finish the basement if I wanted to, but, um, I didn't want to do that. Um, so I called up my mortgage guy to see like, can I refinance? And I know rates are high. I don't really care. I just need to make a decision. He says, no, why don't you go get a HELOC loan? Um, check this out. We went to the credit union that night and it was like a long wait. And then I jumped on the phone and I was on the phone for 90 minutes and I applied for the loan and said, okay, well, we're going out of town. We'd love to sign and close early. Well, it takes like four to six weeks to close. I'm like, well, crap. Okay, fine. The guy came out the following day and he says, hey, uh, there, I'd like to show you a couple of other basements. And I took him down to the basement and we had already, I'd already cleaned up maybe 15% of the basement. He's like, oh my gosh, I, I don't even have the proposal ready. I said, I don't care what the proposal comes out to. We're choosing you. We're going with you. That night, we kept packing up the basement and we're also packing to leave, by the way. I had to move all kinds of things. My office was down there, my bookshelves, all this kind of stuff. We moved it all out in just a couple of days. By Friday, we get the call that we can go sign at the bank. In four days, I closed on a loan and we're sitting down at the bank. And not only that, they use the same credit poll to give us a, another ginormous credit card, not that we need, refinance our car so I don't have multiple credit, credit polls. I'm gonna save, I don't know, five, 800 bucks on my, on my car um, over the life of the loan. And then we went right from the, signing that loan to going to pick out flooring for the entire house. Within 30 minutes, we picked out our flooring. The basement was empty by that Friday night. We finished up the little things that we had to do and we left on, on Sunday. The, the framing is done. They're on the, this has been three weeks now. The framing is done. The plumbing is being put in. We may very well return in August with a finished basement. Guys, this is just a basement. It's not a big deal. But I have held in my vision, in my mind, in my imagination, what this studio looks like for so long. All the universe was waiting. All the resources. It was just waiting for me to make a damn decision. And say, this is what I'm going to do, no matter what. Now, I promise you, from my vantage point, there is zero difference between me doing that and me quitting my job and starting my own business, which I've done since 2017. And every single year I've earned more than the year before. There is no difference between those examples and you doing the same thing in your life. But are you really ready for the change? All the universe is waiting for is for you to say, yes, yes, I'm ready. I'm gonna read just a little bit out of the workbook for my coaching clients. One of the programs that I coach people through just to make sure that you have the same knowledge that I do is a program called Thinking in Results by Bob Proctor. So listen to this. He's, this is Bob's writing here. He says, a very basic law of the universe is create or disintegrate. Indecision causes disintegration. How often have you heard a person say, I don't know what to do? How often have you heard yourself say, what should I do? This, everybody goes through this, guys. This is, this is okay. We are not taught to make decisions. We're not taught how to decide things in school. We're taught how to be great employees. But listen to this. This cardinal principle of decision-making is decide right where you are with whatever you've got. 
This is precisely why most people never master this important aspect of life. They permit their resources, the conditions, the circumstances in their life, to dictate if and when a decision will or can be made. Decision makers, they're not afraid of making an error. If and when they make an error in their decision or fail at something, they have the ability to shrug it off. They learn from the experience, but they never submit to failure. So why do we have this ambivalence in our life? Ambivalence is having pretty much equal feelings one way or the other. You're split. You're on the fence. He says the cause of ambivalence is indecision. But we must keep in mind that the truth is not always in the appearance of things. Indecision is a cause of ambivalence. However, it is a secondary cause. It is not the primary cause. It is clear from decades of studying the behavior of people who have become very proficient at making decisions that they all have one thing in common. They have a very strong self-image, a high degree of self-esteem. They may be as different as night is today in numerous other respects, but they certainly possess confidence. Low self-esteem or lack of confidence is the real culprit here. That's why you struggle making decisions. Because you don't think highly of yourself enough. You don't believe you have the power. You don't believe the universe has your back. You're worried about what someone else is going to say. You're so worried about failure. And not making decision is still a choice. You're just choosing all of the negative energy and aspects of life that go along with that. When you choose not to make a choice, you must also accept the consequences of that choice. And we're not ready to take responsibility for our lives because of our lacking self-esteem. Look, this is a plague that everybody in the world suffers from to one degree or another. Do you know that the CEOs, people in the C-suite of business, CEOs, CMOs, CFOs, COOs, CIOs, and on and on and on, their number one fear across the board is what if my boss finds out I'm not as good as they think I am? It's imposter syndrome. And there's no better way for you to fix this low self-esteem and low confidence problem than to start making decisions and taking responsibility for your life. When you start making decisions quickly, based on the information that you have, changing them slowly, learning from whatever comes of that decision, I promise you your self-confidence will grow you'll become more confident. As, as, as you become more confident, you become more powerful. And as you become more powerful, you're gonna make better decisions. You're gonna be more in tune with the type of person that you want to be, which is more in tune with your goals, and you are gonna see progress faster and more consistently. So start making a decision. But once you decide, the next principle comes into play, which is persistence. Most people don't persist. Most people give up. And you're only a failure when you give up and stop. I want you to spend a few minutes and audit your life as this episode closes up. Are there decisions that you've been wanting to make in your life and you've been resistant? Things that you've been afraid of the outcome? Have you been caught procrastinating? I want you to think about how decisions or a series of decisions could change things really rapidly and start making decisions. It doesn't matter what's gonna happen. Just start making decisions and moving forward. 
And if there's something you've really been delaying, talk to whoever you need to talk to today or tomorrow, those people that are a part of that decision, and make a clear and committed decision and see how quickly life can change. On the next episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about the next principle in changing your life, which is really the principle of persistence. There are four pillars to persistence that you need to learn and live by in order to start changing your life. As always, please subscribe to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast so that you never miss an episode. And whatever platform you're watching, please give us some ratings or reviews to help us grow and reach the people that desperately need to hear these messages to improve their life. Thank you so much. And until next time, remember, you become what you think about.